it's like the last show of the year. So it's going to be the best show of the year, right? I hope so. I really do. And it's going to work. All the buttons, things. Oh, now the audio decides to work for this. Ah, I'm going to close this. Can I? Do I? No, it's not working. Ah, whatever. We're going with it. It's Friday, December 29th, last show of the year. I'm excited to be here, even if you're not. I, I'm sure you are if you're, if you're here. Why, why would you be here if you weren't excited to be here? We're going to answer your traffic and police questions because this is Ask a Traffic Cop. And my name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police constable with the Toronto Police Service. I go live a lot. Why? Because I am here to answer your traffic and police questions. It's kind of like this thing I do that I really enjoy. And I hope that you get value out of it. And, I, and one of the things I planned on doing before I got sidetracked on doing other things was pulling up a bunch of stats because we've created a lot of content. We've been doing this for a few years now. And uh, you know what? What I was going to do today is going to be the first show of next year because I just didn't have the prep time to do it. I'm going to go over and, 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 and calculate just how many video, hours of video we've created, just how many uh, plays we've done, how many followers we've uh, you know, accumulated over all the platforms. Because I think it's cool. We're 643.4 thousand followers on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken. You know how I can double check that? I can just go into TikTok. Uh, maybe I won't do that. We'll leave you in suspense. You can check yourself. It's, it's a whole lot, and we really appreciate you. The fact that everyone here shows up on a regular basis uh, to, to spend time, to ask questions, to interact and make this interesting, uh, it, it really, really is special. It's, it's the reason we're the biggest platform or the biggest channel in the world for this. Now, I'm speaking specifically to TikTok. Thank you, TikTok because we, uh, we, we aren't the biggest everywhere else, but we, we could grow that way. And if you'd like to check out other channels, if you wanna see archives of the show, just go to youtube.trafficcop.ca. You can watch all of our stuff on YouTube. You can subscribe, you can follow, you can like, you can whatever you want. If you're on uh, TikTok in particular, well then, please hit that, that, that uh, like button, which is anywhere on the screen repeatedly until your finger goes numb. Share it with your friends. Uh, help grow and tell people that you know, we're worth being here for. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I am Bob, uh, Boy Mom. Good morning and Happy New Year. Let's see if the uh, the link is working because we've been having some technical difficulties, uh, but it seems to be working. I'm getting messages from YouTube and TikTok. Awesome. Awesome. And we have an Albertan, uh, Leo from Alberta. Hello. Good morning to you. Welcome to the stream. Uh, it is it is always nice to have fellow law enforcement officers pop in. I, was, uh, I, I think I messaged Grant, Logan Grant, uh, from Alberta this morning. I don't know if I if I did. I'm, I may have I may be fibbing. I may have planned to and then never actually pressed a button. But I wanted to uh, to invite some guests on, and uh, we'll see how that goes. I will have either he got an invitation or not. And if he's watching, let me know because I'll send you a link and you can jump in. Uh, if, you know, I was hoping to make this the 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 ever so fun uh, you know video where everyone pops in from years gone by. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to way that it, the way that it worked in my head isn't going to happen because I didn't do the planning. To, you know, we do other things other than just the show. And that's what happened this morning. Anyway, uh, Stephen Bell, first message in the chat says, Hi, good morning, Sean. I didn't sleep in today and happy new year. Happy new year to you too. Uh, this is officially the last show of the year. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Sad and excited. Uh, but then again, there's always next year. Uh, Kayla Jaconis, good morning to you with greetings and salutations. Uh, he's got, oh, I keep forgetting to read, to read your quotes. My, my apologies. But uh, should we start, let's start with a Yogi Berra quote brought in from Akela. Quote of the day, don't set goals, then you won't regret not meeting them. Um, you know what, there is something to be said for not uh, disappointing yourself. So often we're disappointed because it didn't work out the way we planned it. 
But if you don't plan it, you can't be disappointed. You know, I, I think he, he's onto something here. Uh, let's see here. And, and of course, that, that is in keeping with the New Year's thing. Do you have any New Year's uh, thingamabobbers where you've decided that the was it, resolutions, that's what they call it. Uh, any resolutions, like you're going to do more in the gym, you're going to sleep more, you're going to play more video games. I don't know, whatever the case is, uh, what, what are yours? Share with me. I want to know. Maybe there's something I should uh, I should set, but I, I've, I've not really got a resolution. I just want to do better in everywhere. I want to eat better. I want to move better. Uh, hurt less would be good. Uh, so I am, boy mom says, good morning, Sean and M. Shap. M. Shap's my wife. Uh, good morning to you too, and happy new year. Thank you, thank you. Uh, okay, the official uh, morning from fellow Leo. There we go. Ah, we got a question about the Toronto Running Club posts, running pedestrians over on sidewalks. You know what, I have been tagged in a few of these. I've started digging down into the rabbit hole of what is going on on sidewalks with people who are bowling over other people. There are offenses. You can, for rollerblading, roller skating, bicycling, anything on the sidewalk that is dangerous, there's a bylaw offense for it. And I'm, uh, I haven't dug, actually, maybe I'll dig, dig right now. I'm curious, well, hmm, bylaw's not going to be there. I want to look for it on the Toronto, uh, City of Toronto bylaws. Let's, should we do this rabbit hole thing right now? Maybe we should. Why not? So this is, and if you haven't seen it, maybe you need to go and check this out. But yeah, apparently joggers, runners, just consuming the road and sidewalk. And people are saying they're being run over. Dogs are being kicked. And it's, it's disgusting to, to hear that that's what's happening. Now, I've seen some videos. I can't say if that was isolated or if that is just how they roll or how they run. Uh, but uh, it is definitely a cause for concern. So let me see here. I got here. <laughs> I'm going to flag this. Because I don't know if I can go. Uh, where is this? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Uh, rules and procedures. I'm looking for. It's nested because it's Toronto bylaw. It's not on a, in a normal area that I look. Nah, I'm not going to do this now. Okay. Sorry to sorry to disappoint. We'll revisit, revisit this in the new year after I've had some time to uh, uh, to to at least find the right page. Uh, for the people who don't care about what we're talking about, that's a long time to wait for me to Google something. Well, internally Google it anyway. Uh, but I, I, I love the question, and uh, more to come on this topic. Uh, Akela says, I had, I, had, I had a bio sugar. What is this? I had bio, I, I guess you meant low blood sugar yesterday. Fell asleep and woke again after the show. You missed it. Well, you never really miss it because you can always play it back. Uh, send me a DM, by the way, my fellow Leo. Uh, Ricky wants to know what a 245 is. Uh, I don't know what you're referencing. Okay. Basharat Ali says, walk safe, drive carefully. Basharat Ali, traffic services, Punjab, Pakistan. Uh, I, I am looking forward to seeing content coming out of this channel in, in Pakistan. But yes, good, uh, good morning to you, sir. Okay. Right track racing. Good morning, TSV crew. Thank you for the good morning. Good morning to you and Happy New Year. Uh, or is, is, it, is it appropriate time to Happy New Year, everybody, yet? Is it, is it close enough to the threshold? to start with the Happy New Year business. Um, I'm still wishing people Merry Christmas. For those who don't know, do not know what Right Track Racing is, you gotta check out the channel. Uh, they are, uh, it was founded, started, it is two police officers on their own time who have built a drag car and they're doing educational programs where they're talking to students about racing safely, you know, racing on the track, tickets to the track. They want to avoid seeing people getting hammered with tickets because they want people to do the safe thing and take it to the track and it's a great, Great concept, uh, and it's a really cool car. It's a Mustang, and it's and it's done up like a police car. It's, it's sick. Okay, 
Uh, what is a vehicle tag? Well, we don't call them tags here. We call them number plates. They're license plates. A tag in the United States is what they call a license plate. Uh, <laughs> Akil is correcting the thing. Uh, oh, hey, we got here a can a class seven driver from another province drive in Ontario. So this, I'm assuming, is a learner's permit like a G1. And, and here's the thing. A learner's permit is intended for use within the province of its issue. And it's up to the province that you're traveling to to accept it. Now, I don't believe that they are valid. I don't think you should be learning to drive while doing a cross-country expedition. You are, you are given conditions, like to drive with an appropriate person in the uh, licensed in the appropriate province, knowing the appropriate rules. It all matches up. And if you took a Class 7 license, a learner's permit, and you moved to Ontario, you would not be able to convert transfer. You'd have to apply for it again, because guess what? They're different. They're not the same. Uh, so I can't tell you for sure that it is. I can tell you that, that it's possible that it's not. Uh, it, is, it is one thing that I used to say absolutely it was not, but after speaking to a number of people, they'd say that, well, they wouldn't, they wouldn't give you a hard time. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. The, the, uh, the truth is, the way it's written versus the way it's enforced is possibly slightly different. So I would suggest you not do that. That's my suggestion. Rez says, hey, comma, can I ride a bicycle after drinking? I don't know. I don't know how good of a rider you are, how impaired you are. Is it unlawful? Uh, if it's unsafe, it could be a public intoxication thing. It could be uh, careless or uh, driving or riding because that's an eligible ticket uh, on a bicycle. But it's not an impaired. It's not a DUI. You need to be operating a motor vehicle, something that is classified under the Highway, uh, not the Highway Traffic Act, but the Criminal Code of Canada, as a motor vehicle, which is anything other than muscular power, according to it. And that means uh, electric skateboard could do DUI. Uh, what else could it be? Anything, uh, Segway, uh, anything. The only thing that wouldn't get you a DUI is a wheelchair. Now, I said wheelchair, not mobility scooter, because a mobility scooter could get you a DUI. Uh, let's see here. Ryan Dow, who messaged me to call me a coward for avoiding one of his questions uh, yesterday, which I didn't avoid. It's, uh, I, we answered it. He didn't like the answer. Uh, but, Ryan, based on the lovely way of interacting, I think I'm going to avoid your questions altogether for a little while. Why would you be so aggressive? Anyway, uh, my resolution is to quit smoking. That's Stephen Bell. You know what? I quit December 6, 1999, uh, after meeting with an officer who had returned to a unit. I was an auxiliary constable, I think, at the time. 99? No, I was not. I was not a member of the service at all. And he said, you have to quit smoking. You want to be a cop, quit smoking. So I crushed the pack. I think it was full. I threw it out. And that was my last cigarette. Or the cigarette prior to that conversation was my last cigarette. Uh, Chase P. Chase, what's going on, my friend? Says, are the wildlife warning devices that you mount on your hoods legal? They sell them in Canadian Tire and make a high-pitched sound when you're driving at certain speeds to keep animals away. So they're not illegal. Uh, they, are, they are supposed to be making a high-pitched sound that is not audible to the human ear. Uh, it's supposed to be such a pitch that only, uh, you know, animals hear it. But I'm told they don't work. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know if they're uh, just a way of making 10 bucks and, uh, and, and giving you a false sense of security. Always use caution. I think there's some electronic devices that are supposed to be better. But I've never had them on my personal vehicle. I, I've known people who, uh, who drove into and through Moose. I, I shouldn't say people. A person. He broke like every bone in his body. And he says he had them on his motorcycle. Maybe his Harley was too loud. I don't know. Whatever the case is, didn't work for him. Uh, but they're not illegal to have. 
Ooh, is it legal to ride with a toddler on a motorcycle? There's no age. However, the person must be able to sit on the seat, on the passenger pillion or the passenger seat, and their feet must be able to reach the pegs. I've seen modified pegs that raise the pegs up to a height that allows the child or small person to put their feet on the pegs, but the requirements are that, that they have to be able to touch the floor pe- floorboards or pegs. And I personally would also say that they have to be competent to hold on. I have to be comfortable that they're not going to fall off because you're going to be pretty responsible for them if something happens. I've heard of, uh, I've, or I've seen products at motorcycle shows that are like buddy belts where the, the rider wears a belt that has two handles to give somebody uh, who is smaller in stature the ability to hold on better. At the end of the day, you're talking about someone I assume you care about. Care about. Uh, I would not be taking a toddler on a motorcycle, although it's not specifically legal. Uh, let's see here. I'm at OPC right now. What class number were you at OPC? Dwayne Gregory asks the question. Well, 1301, I think it was. I think it was 1301 or 1302. Uh, I recently found uh, uh, an ID card that I maybe sort of was supposed to have returned. But uh, I, I'll have to double check that. I, I don't remember. It's, it, it was a number of years ago. I, I honestly don't remember. But now I want to know. So uh, I'll have to go look it up and see what the, my, my pudgy face looked like in that photo. Anyway, good luck at OPC. You're in the greatest place on earth. Uh, said no one ever. But it, 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 just don't eat too many eggs. There's a lot of eggs at OPC. OPC, by the way, is the Ontario Police College. When you're hired as a police officer in the province of Ontario, you go there. Hey, you know what I forgot to do? I forgot to uh, talk about Vision Zero Enforcement Team, which I love talking about because they do such great work. Vision Zero Enforcement Team, they are a dedicated group of officers who... Well, they they focus on traffic safety, but specifically the big four. Those are the behaviors that lead to serious injury and death on our roads. Why do we say they they lead to injury and death on our roads? Because stats say so. We know that aggressive driving, speeding, distracted driving, impaired driving, those are the activities that drivers choose to engage in. This isn't they went two kilometers over the speed limit because they weren't paying attention. This is someone who's actively speeding, actively choosing to ignore traffic laws that are classified as aggressive. You know, like not stopping for stop signs or lights or things like that. And, of course, my pet peeve is the running red lights on right turns. Because, for some reason, there's a whole like, whack of people who think that right turns and stop sign or right turns and red lights somehow don't require a stop. I watched it this morning. I, I, I went for a drive from the office for five minutes, and I watched someone do it, and it never ceases to aggravate me a lot. Anyway. Uh, distracted driving is obvious. Actually, more collisions are being caused by distracted driving than impaired driving because you're actually like impaired, but everyone's doing it as opposed to just the, uh, the dummies who choose to drink and drive. Drinking and driving, though, is something that I'd love to segue into. It's New Year's Eve-ish. It's coming up. Sunday night is New Year's Eve. People are going to go out partying. The partying will likely start tonight. And what's going to happen? People are going to tie one on. They're going to have a few drinks. They might engage in some legal or non-legal uh, drugs. And then many of them are going to get behind the wheel of motor vehicles. We'll just be reminded that we are out there in full effect across the province. We in Toronto, but police services across the province are out there still doing festive ride, still looking for those who choose to engage in impaired driving. And we're going to arrest those people. So not so fun for the people who get arrested because it's probably starting at, it used to be fifteen to $30,000. It probably starts at $30,000 for the average defense for impaired driving now, not to mention the fact that you're going to be losing your license, your insurance rates are going to go up. Like, bad things are going to happen to you. And that's if you don't hurt or kill somebody. That's just for getting caught. Don't, don't ruin your life. Don't ruin someone else's life. Choose to drive sober. It's just smart. 
Okay. Other thing I forgot to mention is where are we currently broadcasting? We are currently on YouTube. Uh, of course, if you want the best inter uh, interface, you're probably going to be there. YouTube.TrafficHop.ca. You can get us on TikTok. You can get us on uh, Twitch, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Kick, and of course, Twitter now called X. I'll never get used to that. And it doesn't appear that the link is working properly. It's apparently new things are, maybe it's just like next week it'll start working. But uh, X and, uh, uh, and, and, and Instagram are supposed to be integrated now here so that I can put your stuff on screen. Just like this question. See? I can do that when the integration works. If you're on YouTube, I can do that. Even on TikTok. Okay. So you know where to find us. TrafficOps.ca, by the way. If you go there, you'll get to my link tree. What kind of stuff will you find on my link tree? Let me give you a quick preview. Ooh, here we go. Share. If you go to my link tree, you get links. I know it's, it, oh, I can take down the Santa tracker. That's no longer relevant. Uh, if you want to buy the Monopoly Toronto edition, see, I put useful links, but the ones that you probably care about most, aside from our social media stuff, is at the bottom. And that is where you can find the quick links to make a report online, to get information about becoming a licensed driver, whether it be a car or a motorcycle. Uh, driver's license check. This one I love. This is if you're going to loan your buddy your car and you want to make sure they're licensed because I know they said they have a license, but the card they showed you, is it valid? Maybe they got a suspension. Maybe their car is in the impound for impaired driving and they never had their license with them when they got arrested, so it wasn't taken. They show it to you as proof that they're a licensed driver. Well, if you want to see if it's valid, just go to this, this uh, website, punch in the information that's requested. It's really not private information that it's looking for. And it'll tell you if it is active, if it's currently uh, valid as a driver's license to be driven with. Uh, you want to renew your license? Uh, you can do that here. If you want to set up renewals, you can do that so you never end up forgetting. See, it's free, but you got to go and actually do it every one or two years, depending on how you set up the, set, the system. This will allow you to set up text alerts, email alerts, telephone call alerts, and that is something you can opt in for for your driver's license, health card, and license plate. So don't get in a situation where you've forgotten because you don't have stickers on your license plate to remind you anymore. Although it is on a date that should be fairly important to you, like your birthday. Uh, child car seat information, lots and lots of stuff, bicycles, e-bikes, e-kick scooters, things like that all available here. And now that I've said that, I can close it and we can move on. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. All right. Uh, I started talking about Vision Zero Enforcement Team. I never told you where they're going to be. I just went on a rant about impaired driving. They are going to be in 52 Division and 43 Division today. Those are neighborhoods like Kensington, uh, Chinatown, Bay Street Corridor, Bendale, Woburn, Highland Creek, West Hill, Guildwood. Near, these, are, these are neighborhoods where people live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. Real people. Yes. All right, let's get into some more questions. Uh, Josie has a question, and that question is, if you got into a collision... Because you had two beers and the police suspected license three days court. So if you got into a collision and we believed that uh, you had alcohol in your system, we would likely make a demand for a roadside screening device. If we thought you were truly impaired, we would just arrest you. Uh, if we didn't think you were impaired but alcohol was a factor, we could just make a mark of that on your uh, collision report. Although in today's day and age, the likelihood of that is fairly slim. If you have any alcohol in your system or we believe that impairment may be a factor, we're going to test you and or arrest you. And, uh, yeah, if you get a warn, which is where you have 0 .05 uh, to 0 .079, that's a three-day suspension. As long as you haven't done it within 10 years, at which point that would be a seven-day. It goes up. Uh, 
Now, that's just because you have violated the limit for the province that is permissible, you're permissible to drive, which is legal to drive, but not criminal, right? Criminal is 0.08 and above, at which point you'd be arrested and a blood uh, or a uh, breath demand would be made to take you before a uh, breath technician, different than a roadside screening device. Uh, Q says it's, it's appropriate. It's the last stream before the new year. So yes, preemptive well wishes for the new year. Good, sir. Thank you so much. And same to you. Country Boy in Canada has a question. Can you please go over the Ontario damaged license plate again? I can't find the video. There's a, I just posted one a couple of days ago, I think. It shouldn't be that hard to find. That said, if you are in the province of Ontario and your plate is peeling, actually, if, you are, if you're driving in Ontario, regardless of where you're from, uh, your plate has to be legible. It has to be free from any cover, any uh, borders. You cannot interfere with your license plate. And if you're an Ontario-plated person, your vehicle is, uh, you have to ensure that it's in good shape. If it is peeling, if it's illegible, well, that's a problem. And plates are covered under a five-year warranty. If you get it replaced within that time, it's probably going to be free. In fact, I received a, a comment on another video saying, I took your advice, I went and got it replaced, thank you for saving me $52, because that's what the replacement fee is. So if it's more than five years old, one of two things is gonna be true. Either you're gonna get caught paying for it, because you wanna get a new plate, so you avoid the $110 ticket every time you're pulled over, or you have a B-series that may be covered under an extended period of time, seven or 10 or however long, because I'm, I'm hearing people still getting B-plates covered under warranty. Uh, if you get told no from a, uh, a location, make sure it's an actual MTO, or I should say Service Ontario location, not a third party uh, that, 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 that is under license from the ministry, because some of those places would like you to pay $52, and I've heard that there is a different response when you go to an actual official location. Sorry to all those who are not official locations, it just seems to be the case. And, and that's from a lot of feedback where some of those locations are saying $52 even though they're covered and other locations might give it to you at no cost. Uh, so hopefully that helps you and if, uh, if not, ask for more information from me. I'm happy to, to revisit if I missed something that is important to you. Let's go here. What we got, what we got? Oh, and uh, I'm a little behind schedule in terms of posting the replay podcast. It says it on the screen. This is not a replay. This is live, which is actually at some point will be the replay, and then this won't be live. Moving on. I download these episodes, and then I put them up on podcast platforms so you can listen to them without burning data and breaking the law. You can listen to the audio while you drive legally, and it's much uh, cheaper than actually streaming live on the go. Uh, Carmen Carrera. 1960 says, great job of all you do, and thanks for all your hard work. Thank you so much. And, and I assume it's not just me, but I'll pass it along to everybody in the building because, you know what, there's a lot of hardworking people here. We're one of the largest units of the Toronto Police Service, and uh, we have a lot of great and dedicated people here trying to keep the roads safe. So I appreciate the appreciation. Uh, let's see here. Doo -doo -doo. What is this? Oh. Uh, Tim Shallow says, good morning, Sean, coming from his TikTok account instead of his regular uh, account on YouTube. Uh, let's see here. Josie asked the same question a number of times. We'll move on because we've already covered it. Uh, a squid asks, do you have to be on the insurance if you're in the same house? It's up to the insurance company, but generally, yes. If you live in the same house as the registered owner of the vehicle, they're going to want you on the policy. And uh, if that person has 
two vehicles, usually that means that you have to be fully insured as opposed to a secondary or occasional driver. So check with the insurance company. It's, it's kind of weird that you can borrow your neighbor's car but not your parent's car without being on the policy once you're a G2 driver. Uh, you don't need to necessarily be on the policy as a G1 because the registered owner is going to be in or the insured party, the fully licensed party is going to be in the car with you, supervising you. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Stephen Bell says, I hope less impaired drivers in 2024. Me too. Uh, now, if, if there's any indication as to how many impaired drivers we're going to catch this weekend, uh, I say if there's any indication from previous weeks, uh, if you've been following, I put videos up every uh, week or every week I try and put up a video I was on vacation so I did a double video the, the last week uh, how many people were arrested well I just recorded a video I've yet to publish it I've yet to finish editing it in fact uh, let me pull it up it's 26 people over the long weekend were arrested and uh, check out the video that I post later this afternoon for deets on some of the details or details deets on some of the yeah deets on the deets <sighs> why doesn't Ontario change Quebec commercial license what why does, Ontario, why does Ontario doesn't change Quebec commercial license? I mean, it's the same, then why not? I honestly don't know what you're asking me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Uh, let's see here. Maury got false arrested because my car got stolen. The Toronto police found the car and gave it back. You got arrested. Well, now I want to know the rest of the story. See, uh, if you got arrested for a reason like it was involved in a crime. You weren't falsely arrested. You were arrested based on the information available at the time. You were a suspect, arrested, investigated. Uh, it may have been where you were not charged because through the conversation investigation, it was determined that you were not someone who was criminally responsible for what had happened. But you weren't falsely arrested. You were arrested based on the information that was available at the time. Uh, let's see here. Ali wants to know, why is it, why is it a DUI using a canoe, it doesn't have a motor. And that is a great question, and I'll explain it to you, because under a particular act, is it the Shipping Act? A canoe is classified as a conveyance, and a conveyance is, although not a motor vehicle, still covered as a DUI. So we had someone recently convicted, it was, I think it was one of the first times it was ever used, if it was ever, yeah, I think it was the first time, uh, basically a, an adult, I went out, they were impaired, and a young child died as a result of the operation of the vessel. Oh, it's a vessel, not a conveyance. It's, it's a vessel. That's what it is. That's the terminology. Someone's calling me. I can't answer it. Well, maybe I can't answer it. Hang on one second. DC Shapiro speaking. Hello there. Oh, very good. I, uh, I am just live streaming at the moment. That is okay. Uh, what, what, what extension are you at? It's till 11 o'clock. Okay, I'll call you back. No worries. Sometimes you got to take the call. Turns out it's one of my, uh, uh, one of my, my, my former, uh, is he, well, he's still a colleague, but he, I used to work with him quite closely. Okay, uh, and of course, people call you at the worst opportunities. <laughs> so, uh, hey, if you're watching, you're just tuning in and you don't know what was going on with me taking phone calls while live streaming, my name is Sean Chipper. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day, like even when I'm on vacation, even with my kids. Yes, if you know me, we're probably talking about traffic. 
Uh, we are currently broadcasting in a bunch of different places. And if you want to know more about what we do and other ways to contact us, go to trafficop.ca. You can get the links to all of the social media platforms that we broadcast on. Uh, you can also, if you're unhappy with how one of the platforms is treating you, and maybe you're on, well, what's that Instagram that's giving you a vertical box where all you see is me, but you don't see everything behind me. And when I have a guest on, you don't see beside me. Go to youtube.trafficop.ca to subscribe to our YouTube page. All right. Oh, and by the way, whatever channel you're on, please like, share, and, uh, and, and, and comment, and ask questions, and get involved, because this show is all about you. It's about answering your questions. I'm, I don't, I'll talk about anything. Sometimes we've talked about donuts. Anyway, uh, we got Toronto. Uh, Toronto Girl says, Happy New Year, uh, and Happy New Year to you, too. Uh, Trina wants to know if you, cops can accept free copy from people at Tim's. So policies and procedures, we're, we're not supposed to take gifts or inducements or things like that. Does it happen? Do people give uh, coffee? Yeah, it happens. And then it gets to be this really uncomfortable, I can't take that. And, and very often what, what I will do is I will either pay it forward and pay for the person behind me or drop a donation in or, uh, uh, you know, what's the other thing? Or, or you know, figure it out, drop money into the donation bucket, something. But I make good money and I don't need free coffees, but I really do appreciate it. It's very nice that people want to do nice things for us. Uh, not all places want to do that. And certainly we would never ask for anything. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Dennis says, you asked 10 times, give up. I love that. Thank you. Uh, yes, please don't spam. Uh, spam is only for the can. I'm never opening that can. That was from Achilles Draconis. Uh, but, yeah, uh, don't, don't spam. Ask once, we'll get to you. Uh, if, 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 if you ask a lot, we tend to avoid you going forward. Uh, let's see here. I would love to be live on air with you to ask questions in regards to modified vehicles. We are sort of live on air right now, uh, but uh, maybe we do some some specials where we set up uh, some mod, some people in the community to uh, to do some questions and answers, and I'll get an MTO person in here and we can do stuff. I, I We used to be able to take submitted audio calls when we had uh, Volley, which went away, and we do have a, a Telegram group where you could send those kind of messages, but truly live, uh, we don't do, at least not yet. We don't have a way of filtering if people go you know, offside, not saying you would, uh, but we don't have that radio button. Now, there is an opportunity when we go live on the air with Jerry Ager on News Talk 1010 or AM 640, because uh, we, you know, we, we do go on the radio on during live streams, and you can call into the radio show, and they have the button to cancel you if, <laughs> if you say something you're not supposed to, but we don't. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, but I, I appreciate the desire. If you go to trafficop.ca, send me your details on, uh, uh, on the submission form, and I can reach out. We can talk. Uh, Pierre Alexander says, if your friend car have a breathalyzer, can you blow if you need to drive his car, not blow for him? Okay, we're talking about ignition interlock. If someone's being convicted for impaired operation and they've completed a year of suspension, they can apply to get their license back sooner by being part of the interlock program. That means that you have to pay a monthly fee to have a box installed in your car. That box allows you to provide a breath sample to start the car and periodically provide a breath sample to, um, to ensure that you are still sober and legal to drive. Uh, they can't drive a car that doesn't have it. There's nothing that says that you couldn't borrow their car and use it to start that I'm aware of. There's nothing restricted. I have taken cars away uh, impounded vehicles and charged drivers who borrow other people's cars that are not on the interlock system, but uh, they are required to be in an interlock equipped vehicle. So not so good for those people. Any case, uh, yeah, and definitely not providing air sample for them to drive. That would be bad. Uh, 
very interesting, you know, subject that many people don't understand, uh, don't understand or have never heard about. Anyway, what do you think about putting those on every vehicle? Do you think every vehicle should have a box requiring you to provide a breath sample so that nobody can operate a motor vehicle if they are impaired? I think that's an interesting concept. Okay. Trina said something, I said no to something, but I don't know the context of the, no, I don't know. Okay. Uh, oh no, Josie's still asking the same question. We've, we've answered it, Josie. Uh, yeah. Are there car seats for motorcycles? Uh, not that I'm aware of, and certainly not ones that would be accepted under law. Uh, we want to protect the kids. We, we don't want to put them and turn them into projectiles. Uh, people make arguments that anyone on a motorcycle is at risk. Yes, but children, we need to protect children, even from bad ideas. Uh, da, 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 da. More questions about why Ontario doesn't change Quebec commercial license. I, I don't get it. Uh, can I race with a cop on a track? Sure. I, whether it be running or uh, uh, on a racetrack, we, we have cops who race. Uh, race a cop on the road? I think we call that a pursuit, and we arrest you at the end of it. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? I am good. We have Sergeant Campbell joining. Uh, let's see here. Any uh, thoughts on the DM I sent you in Telegram? I have the, oh, was that in regards to the assault? Did I not respond to you about that? Akela, uh, we'll talk about that uh, off, offline. Uh, I think that's the one. Good morning, Sean Chen. How are you? Uh, I guess you're not going to answer me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Sean Chen, uh, friend of the show, excellent photographer. Uh, and uh, if you look at our uh, daily posts that, that tell people where our Vision Zero enforcement team are, Sean has been the creator of a number of those photos of fine police cars found in our city. Nice. Very nice. What's cooking? Uh, not much. I didn't realize it was actually this time. I, <laughs> You're just so I'm deep trying to work. I'm trying to tie things up before a couple of days off, and uh, I just got busy. It happens. Yes. It, it is, it is that, that whole trying to get everything done before leaving for another long weekend, which, by the way, we're not here on Monday because it's New Year's. I see uh, TikTok is uh, thinking. Well, it's it's it's. I think because we've got so many feeds happening, because we now have this feed too, so I, I, I think it's fighting for... But this is working, but that's not working. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the question was... Oh, Stephen Bell says, it's not a question, but he says, you are the only police that I can talk to and ask many questions about the HTA, even when I live in London, Ontario. Well, yeah, because Ontario is Ontario. It's the same law, so we can help anyone in Ontario with information. Mind you, local... Uh, Bylaw stuff may be different in different jurisdictions. By the way, what do you think? That covers it. It's, 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 it works. I like now it. That when we're, now that we're, we've unveiled my solution to the Harley-Davidson background, now it's, now it's the Toronto Police Traffic I, I, Services background. I kind of like it. Um, I have had a request for putting the signs back up again. Oh, yes. Somebody, somebody liked those. But now that you have a spare Harley-Davidson... Would you like to hang it in your office? You know what? It would look good in my <laughs> office. I think so. All right. Well, we can talk about that. We, we can rotate some art. I found some really cool stuff. I've been going to my, my dad's place and, and cleaning up some of the stuff that I've had there. And I have some like, old Porsche posters from when I was a kid, like really big posters framed. Um, I, I think I need to find a home for them, and maybe it's in, in and around here. Right, could be. Could be. Okay. Uh, Usman Khan has a question. It's a long one. It's a long one. And because he's coming in through Facebook, you can actually – Put more than t uh, TikTok. TikTok complaint. Many people complain that there is a character max on TikTok. Thus, people get frustrated that they can't ask their entire question. Guess what? If you go to Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, a number of the platforms, you can 
type as much as you want, or at least until you get the uh, cutoff. Okay. We may uh, have to actually read the last part of it. I will. Yes, we'll read it for you. So what is your opinion on this situation? I was waiting to make a left turn middle of the intersection. The streetcar stopped coming from opposite direction to drop off passengers. I moved few to make a left turn, but a pedestrian appeared and began crossing. I stopped, let the pedestrian cross the street. By then, the streetcar was ready to proceed, and I was blocking its way, and it honked at me. A police officer observed, or a police observed this and gave me a ticket for unsafe left turn. Is it worth going to court for this? So you've, 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 you've brought a lot. There's a lot going on here. So you're allowed to be in the intersection. Yep. You are required and obligated to clear the intersection. Yep. But a pedestrian isn't allowed to enter the intersection if you have the right of way and you're engaged in a turn. So there's some complication there. Were they le crossing legally at the time? Uh, what, what was so it? So I'm going to say you have the obligation if you're making a left turn crossing a travel lane of traffic, you can only start your maneuver when, it's when it is safe to do so and clear. If a pedestrian comes out of the streetcar and starts crossing the road, it obviously wasn't clear. So that but if you've already you've, started your turn, you've actually started moving, and they step off the sidewalk into your path, now they're at fault. So it depends. It does. It really depends. And we'd like to have an overhead. If you could have arranged for a helicopter to, to record this happening, <laughs> it would be very helpful and made it much easier for us to answer. You know what? These are one of those situations where if you have dash cam and you get a ticket and you want to bring it to court and you have evidence to, to show something other than what happened mm -hmm. or your interpretation or what you saw it may be able to help you. Well, it's funny you say that because I have, as an investigator, so many times been told, I, I can tell you exactly what happened, but it, they don't even think of offering up the dash cam. And I used to travel with a, a device that would, like a, a laptop. I would pull up the dash camera footage right then and there, and it would prevent me from needing to lay the charge at all if I had su sufficient evidence to support their story. It is the independent record of events because everyone tells us that they're not responsible, yep. but the video is a wonderful way of either really hurting their story uh, or their version of events or really helping them. Yep, absolutely. And I got to say that anybody that is making the left turn by, uh, in general, has the obligation to do so when it's safely, safe and cannot start moving until it is safe to do so. Yeah, and, and, and that's where it really comes into when I was saying that a pedestrian, if the pedestrian decides to walk into the path of the traffic while it's moving is different than if the pedestrian started moving and then you started moving. It, it's really who, who was there first, who was lawfully there. Right. Uh, Akela says, hi, Serge. Hello. Sean Chen says, I'm good. And Stephen Bell says, happy New Year, Serge and Campbell. Thank you very much. Uh, we've got Road Safety Incidents who says, good morning, Sean. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. I don't think I follow your channel, so now I will have to. Um, what do you do? I want to know more. Okay, Michael says, crikey, it's the Rosers. A little bit less sick this morning than yesterday. I was awake, but just saw the time a minute ago. Well, good to see you, Michael. Michael is a regular contributor. It's like a field agent. He's got lots, he's a truck driver. He's got licenses and stuff. He's, he knows lots of stuff, and he shares his knowledge. And is he uh, British by chance? Well, that's maybe has some influence. I mean, I don't know. Is it for, are you a British, Michael, or do you just watch a lot of British television? Yes. Either way, Rogers is. Yes. I like it. I like it. Uh, top, it, top Gear. That's a Top Gear. Is that a Top Gear thing? That's a Top Gear. Thing. I like Top Gear. Yeah. I liked it before they canceled it, and then they brought it back, and it was I think it was less good. Yes. But now it's an Amazon show, isn't it? Uh, only one last show remaining, and then it's done. So I gotta re I gotta go back and watch. It, I think it might have just come out, or is coming out in the next few days. I I'm way behind. Because I don't have a lot of time. I am, however, watching Reacher. 
Uh, Have you not. never seen Reacher? Nope. Have you seen any of the movies, the Reacher movies, prior to the nope. current Amazon Reacher? Nope. Okay. Nope. I don't know how we can have this conversation now. <laughs> it's great. It's a great show. Uh, at least I enjoy it for its gratuitous violence and, uh, you know, stuff. I just like it. Okay. Not because of the violence. It's because of the deep, the, the, the heavy-duty, deep-thinking. No, it's not a deep-thinking. Does it have cars in it? They're usually being driven into things. It's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Well, then. Well, you you might know. enjoy it. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Blacked-out front windshield and colored headlight. What's going on? Seeing a lot more of those. Yeah, not legal. And, and and so here's a funny thing. I actually recorded a video. I haven't. I, I'm going to put it up later. But somebody was was saying that tinted windows. A lot of people. A lot of twenty nine thousand people. I think watched the video we put up yesterday about tinted windows. A lot of people think it's just a waste of time. Charge. Why? Why would we bother wasting time enforcing tinted windows of all things? Right. Because you know your car came from the factory with tinted windows, not, and. Clear windows are the best way to see other people and other road users and other pedestrians out there. And, and for them to see you because those nonverbal communication right. things, you know, where people look at each other. So and let's modify our car to make it harder for you to drive and then get, they, get mad when somebody says something. They about say it. they see just fine. And then there's the folks who say, but at privacy, you don't need to look at me. Like, there's a ton of reasons why I need to look at you. I need to know if you're wearing a seatbelt, if you're using your cell phone, if you're drinking a beer, if you are wanted. Uh, maybe you were involved in a collision. Maybe there's an Amber Alert. Maybe there, like, there's a ton of things that we need to know about. How about a, 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 a driver of a Tesla who's having a nap in autopilot? We need to see inside. There is no reasonable, uh, what is the word I'm looking expectation for? Expectation of privacy. None. You want to pick car. your nose? Pick your nose. Be bold about it. Go knuckle deep <laughs> if you have to. But we don't care. We're not going to judge you. We might judge you. But, but you just don't have the right to close off yourself from the world and hide. That's why limos have limo tint in the back, not the front. The driver cabin needs to be clear <laughs> to see what's going on. I agree. And, and the back is the back. And you can go dark as you want. You don't need windows. You can be in a tin can with no windows like a commercial truck. Yep, absolutely. If you need privacy, the back seat's where, where you get it. I'm Just not, not while you're driving. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, but in terms of a problem, yeah. So here's the thing, and, and, I, and I think it's most like, uh, most like the broken windows policy of, of New York of yesteryear. They used to, uh, they say if you, if you leave a broken window, you will bring more broken windows. Neighborhoods will decline and things like that. But if you, if you maintain repairs, things will, will, will maintain a higher level. I'm, I'm obviously horribly paraphrasing. What I'm getting at is when we don't enforce the little stuff, little stuff becomes big stuff. We focus our efforts on the stuff that leads to serious injury and death, and we have fewer people on the road uh, these days. So we have to focus on the stuff that's, that leads to serious injury and death more often. The problem is we've let a lot, of number, a lot of the little stuff go by, and now we're, we're catching up. We're now more people are writing tickets about little stuff like license plates. I say little stuff. It's still important. All the laws should be followed, but a lot of people think that it's okay. We're not, we're not enforcing it. Yep. So it's a delicate balance. What is the verdict on police being allowed to use HOV lanes without an emergency? The ah. verdict is... We did find out. Yes, actually, because right after the show, I got a text from a friend from the Ministry of Transportation, shout out to the MTO, uh, who said, police, fire, ambulance, absolutely exempt, can use the H the uh, the HOV lanes all the time. That was written into the regulations, and we didn't know that. So, Well, you know, it's so funny. People think, well, the law is the law. It's so easy. It's, I, I, and I look here, and it didn't say it, so it must be. We have the law. We have the enforceable portion of it. We have reference material. We have regulations. We have one thing can be written in five different areas. Yep. And you have to look at all of it, interpret it, 
and to understand all aspects. And then on top of that, somebody will get a ticket for it. It'll go to court. Mm -hmm. They'll make a ruling on it called case law, and then it may change everything as well. So It's a never-ending yeah, thing. It is. Which is both good and bad. I, uh, I had the opportunity to uh, meet an OPP officer in Peterborough. Uh, I was coming back from my cottage, driving along. Somebody had slowed down and stopped to make a left turn. Um, the shoulder was paved. I went around them on the right-hand side. Mm -hmm. Police officer pulled up beside me and said, hey, what makes you think you can pass people on the right-hand side? <laughs> and I said, well, the Highway Traffic Act. And he said, pull over. He didn't like being, <laughs> he didn't told, like being told. He was wrong. And you know what? We both looked it up, and he actually was wrong because all the conditions for allowing me to do that were there. You can't always do it. There's certain conditions you have to look it up, but I know it because I do it all the time. I, I, know the, I know the law. I know how to enforce it. He obviously, that was one of the ones that he wasn't aware of. So, so yesterday, someone had made a comment, or the video that we responded to said, um, I got a car. It has tinted windows. The copper said just roll the, down the windows. It's fine. So that's... The problem is not everybody is a specialist in everything. We are traffic officers. We specialize in traffic stuff. I could not tell you about canine officers. I would not want, I would not expect you to listen to me about canine officers and the training of dogs because I don't know. Sweet. Okay. Let me put this out there though. If you drove around with your windows down, would you have color coding obscuring the interior? At the moment, no. Exactly. However, and color coding. To, to block the interior of a vehicle is specific to that time and place. However. And the conditions outside. I know you keep saying how. I know. But if I were to have, if you if you were, you wouldn't have been pulled over for it if you didn't see it. So if you pulled over when you were, if you put the window down when you were pulled over, it's one thing. But if I saw it when it was up, well, now I'm going to tell you to up. put it back up. Obviously, I'm not going to just pull you over for tinted windows if it's not tinted. But here's an example. I see that your passenger window is tinted, but your window is down. Now I have a reason to inspect your vehicle for safety, and it can still come up. Right. I, so, I was, but specifically the statement from the officer saying just drive around with your windows open. Technically, you're right. You're not it, obscuring the interior. It fixes the problem. Yes. It, you may not pass certification. Yeah. But the it moment may, I observe you with the windows up, you're done. Right. Or inspect your vehicle for that for safety, and then you roll up the windows for that purpose. And it depends is such a big thing, because it always depends. There you go. It is. It's always situational. It always depends. Yes. Uh, Mike, oh, ah, I almost pressed the wrong, well, I did press the wrong button. Here we go. Uh, Michael says, I say it because of Top Gear. Ah, there you go. I was born in Metro Toronto. My parents are from Toronto. Two grandparents from Toronto and two from England. So there's an English influence, even if it's subconscious. But, but Top Gear is the answer. Yep, that would be James May saying that. Not that I've ever watched the show once or twice or every single one of them multiple times. He wants to know what my yellow can is. I don't know what this reference is. Is that another Top Gear uh, statement? Oh, it's bubbly. Yes, this is this is carbonated water with a hint of pineapple. Uh, it was cold and I was thirsty. That was something from AJ. He he gave it to me to try. Oh, mango water that you chew the contents of does not sound <laughs> refreshing. It well, it might be. It, it actually has a picture. It says shake, drink, chew, tap. I don't necessarily understand this, and I'm 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 not kidding. It says, "Thing." Nope. Focus. But it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. Far. Here we go. Okay. I'm the guy who doesn't like bits in his orange I, juice. So I'm not. Oh, you don't like pulp? No. I like pulp. No. I just and I and I've had tapioca like the 
the, the green tea tapioca drinks as a kid. I, I had those, and I've, I'm the jury's out. I don't know if I like it. Like, yeah, it's interesting. Nope. The time, it was something to do. Okay, um, Stephen Bell says, okay, good message for drivers. December thirty first. Drink, but don't drive. Well, hang on a sec. The way you drink, got it, but don't drive sober. No, it's drive sober. Don't drive. Drive sober only. Punctuation makes a big deal, but I love you. Thank you so much for the message. <laughs> uh, yeah, when you are driving, uh, you are someone who should not be consuming any drugs or alcohol. We want you stone sober. Uh, it's very different. A lot of people say designated driver, and they think that means that the least drunk person should be the one driving. And the truth is, no, no alcohol, no drugs. There's no amount of alcohol that's okay, really, because impairment can happen at any point on that ride. Yep, absolutely. And so many people say, I feel fine. And uh, do you remember Weird Science? Yeah. Oh, I love that. that was one of the best movies with Kelly LeBrock and uh, the, whoever the guys were that were beside Kelly LeBrock yep. talking about stuff. Uh, he's in the I back seat. you know her name as well. And she was married to Steven Seagal. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. We know stuff because we're old. <laughs> <laughs> I met Steven Seagal. Uh, anyway, uh, so the kid's in the back seat and he's like 13 years old and he's drunk for the first time and he's in the back seat going, give me the keys, give me the keys. Because, you know, because you think that you're okay when you're drunk. And that's the problem. Drunk people don't make good decisions, generally. <sighs> uh, Uzman Kar says, oh, he's got a, another scenario. If a car is stopped at the intersection to make a right turn and see a bike rider approaching the intersection, who has the right of way first? A car making the right turn or wait for bike rider to pass? I assume this is bike from behind. They're passing possibly on a bicycle lane or the curb lane. It depends. It depends. It depends what if there is a lane. It depends if it is a cycle track or a cycle lane. Yes. It depends if there's a dotted line beforehand. It depends if you've entered that lane or allowed to enter that lane. There's a whole lot of depends. It's it not just diapers. It all depends. It's not just adult diapers. Uh, depends. The deal is that you can't obviously cut them off and cause a collision, regardless of the situation. If you see them there, uh, you're, you're going to make efforts to not cause someone to get hurt. That's a big thing. Should a cyclist be passing you on the right? Well, if it's not, the, if they're in your lane and they're cutting in between traffic, there's a problem there. What should happen is that you should pinch the curb in most scenarios and allowing them to pass you on the left safely. Many cyclists don't like that answer, but that is the correct answer. If it has a cycle lane, well, you've got to yield. You've got to, if it's a cycle track, you have to, you've exactly. got to be paying attention. You've got to be looking. You've got to give them the reasonable opportunity to slow down uh, and avoid hitting you. And you're judging timing there. It's a little bit of poetry. It is. It is. And sometimes if you move into that, if you're allowed to, move into their lane, signal your intention of what you want to do. They will, they will see that, and they will move out to the left to go around you. But I've seen videos where cyclists have put up the video saying, this guy cut me off. But the guy was accelerating in the, in the cycle lane to a vehicle that was clearly making a turn. In that scenario, the cyclist is at fault. So it depends on the most. It's yeah. so dynamic. I know people are like, it's just a turn. What are you guys going on about? But it's, it's actually very complicated. Yep, and it does cause collisions. It does mm -hmm. cause road rage. It does cause a whole bunch of stuff. So I think we should change bicycles and give them helicopter things and let them float above us, and that would be safer for everybody. Wow. <laughs> it's New Year's. I don't know. Uh, wow is all I can say. <laughs> Michael V says, no front plate because I got into collision and changed bumper waiting for the part. Zip ties, Michael. You need zip ties. You, you, there's no lawful exemption for not uh, displaying your front plate. Yep. So make it work. Front window doesn't count, but you have to display it and expect to get pulled over. And while an officer may choose to 
give you a, a break on that time. The officer down the street, 10 feet further down the road, may give you a ticket for it. You're not, you're not, not guilty. You are, you, you're committing the offense of failing to display two plates. And just because a collision occurred and your car is broken, technically you should wait until your car is completely fixed before you operate it again. Don't drive. So there is that. I know that's not an answer people want to hear. Nobody wants that. But uh, Tim Shaw has to go. To all the great police officers out there, have a happy new year and stay safe. Thank you, Tim. Much Thank appreciated. Uh, we want to hit this. Is there? A, oh, I didn't even know I was selecting this. It must have been good timing. Uh, there's a video online where someone flies their car from the Middle East when they are here on vacation. If Transport Canada allowed it, would they would that supersede any Ontario safety regulations? So, depends. Uh, I have seen similar vehicles, uh, situations where someone is coming from the Middle East. They, they ship their Lamborghini here. Uh, they have all their documents. It is a licensed, insured vehicle. They have all the stuff for travel. It's all approved. It's entered the country legally. It's been imported temporarily for the purposes of use while they're here. And it happens. And people ship their motorcycles across countries. And, like, I, I met a guy in Australia. Uh, he was from Australia. He shipped his vehicle to the States, and he rode uh, to, uh, uh, what's, it, what's it called, uh, Americade. And I met up with him there. Sadly, he died at the end of that trip. Uh, hmm. Yeah, he, he'd, he'd done everything right the entire trip. And then the last day of the trip, he pulled into oncoming traffic instead of, because they drive on the wrong side Opposite of the road. Side. Yep. Uh, wrong side, yep. Wrong side, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but it was legal for him to operate. It was a, it, it, if they were to cover all those things, as long as the vehicle was safe for operation, it would still have to meet our safety standards. Yeah, absolutely. And it had to be inspected as it came in, as to meet it. You can't bring something up from, now, North America is something a little bit different because the safety standards, although there's different laws, um, the safety standards are pretty, um, pretty, much, pretty much the same. Yes, if you're bringing it in from some other country, registering it here, you have to go through the registrar of imported vehicles, have to have it inspected. Make sure that there's no recalls on it and safety compliance. But if it's temporarily here, you can do it as long as you do it the right way with the right paperwork. So there's lots of things you can do. There's lots of opportunities. Uh, we have another question from Chase. If I'm on a country road, how long can I drive left of center when slowing down to make a left turn in order not to back up traffic behind me? I, I, this is where it depends. It's going to be based on the observations of the officer to see if you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. Obviously, you, should, you shouldn't be doing this for three kilometers. Uh, it's what's reasonable. Is there, is there something wrong with that? It's misuse of a center lane. Well, no, if you're on a country road, I'm assuming... Oh, left of center, period. I'm assuming dirt road. Okay, visibility is a factor. So you can do it until it becomes dangerous. Right. Um, dirt roads in summertime, I may drive down the center of the road. Mm -hmm. There's no lane. There's no... There's nothing signifying a lane where I have to remain inside. In my mind, safety on, safety on both sides um, until you're coming to crest of grade, a curve, uh, all mm -hmm. the th same things about a U-turn. Um, you would do it until it's, it's no longer safe to do that. Yeah, no, it's funny. Instantly when you said that, I thought I, I was envisioning a, uh, a, a two lanes in one direction with a center lane, and that's where the misuse of center lane statement that I just made. Makes no sense for what you actually asked. And, yeah, Sarge is absolutely right. Makes total sense the way you presented it. Well, thank uh, you. So this is a, Every a, once in a while I have a no, you, good you, thought. You've got good thoughts all the time. Uh, Santa Claus wants to know how my Christmas was. And I extend that, of course, he likely wants to know how your Christmas was. It's actually Santa Claus. Uh, it's the real he was deal. asking? Yeah, he wants to know. Santa was asking. Thank you for making it to my house. He made deliveries? Uh, he did. He made deliveries. It was, you know, it cost me money for him to make deliveries. <laughs> well, it, it, was, it was a good time in my house, too. Kids were very excited. Uh, we now have a Nintendo Switch in our house. 
uh, and and we've been playing games as a family with, with multiple controllers, and that's been sort of the fall off from Christmas uh, holiday birthdays combinations. So uh, this uh, this holiday season, um, our family has done bowling a couple of times. Really? Yes. We're not a bowling family. Um, we have tried it. We went and visited my daughter, who's away at at school. Our bowling school. And <laughs> while we were there, one of the things we wanted to do was go bowling. So I. Uh, I'm not a great bowler. My son, out of nowhere, who's a he's a big boy, he's a just a rocket. Um, really? Uh, yes. I've watched a number of TikToks where people go bowling and end up flying down the lane, hitting the ceiling, knocking out the backdrop. Like I've seen some really silly videos recently yeah. on the bowling topic. Ten pin bowling though with really big heavy balls, you can't do the. The last time I went bowling was in Los Angeles with the with uh, with the cast. Chips. Of the, yeah, chips. It's chips. Uh, good morning to Richard and Road Safety Incident says, hey, Sean, you know who this is. We worked many events together. Check your text, just dropping in as usual and listening to the great show you do. Hey, Sergeant Campbell. Awesome. Uh, if I know who this is, then I'm going to totally uh, double check and confirm that my... Uh, I yeah, actually... you have to check your text. <laughs> okay. uh, Chase has more. So if you fail a breathalyzer roadside, do you get charges immediately? What happens if you go to the station and your blood concentration was below the legal limit. Let me put that back on. So it's not a breathalyzer roadside. It is a roadside screening device that is intended to get a sample. It's not considered a scientific instrument the same way as our breathalyzer is, where it would be admissible into court. It's different. So that device gives you a reading, and it helps officers. It gives you the grounds to believe that you have consumed alcohol in such a concentration that it would put you above 80. What he said. So it gives you the grounds to place you under arrest and force you to come into the police station and provide a sample of your breath into the instrument that will give you exactly what your, your reading is. What he said. The deal is that, that you don't actually have to use that device. If I have grounds to believe without using that box, I can just arrest you. Right. And, and you got to remember there's two charges. Over 80 is one charge, and it's, it's a technical charge mm -hmm. uh, that is determined by a machine. But or, or blood, but impaired driving is the other one. If if I see you and you're impaired, I'm arresting you for impaired, and then I'm going to bring you into the station because I have the grounds at that point, and I'm going to force you into a. a and a, the box is based on belief, uh, suspicion that you have alcohol in your blood. That's where you use the box or not, mandatory alcohol screening. Right. I was going to say it used to be suspicion only, and now you have options. Now, the the box in which we're talking about the screening device. It gives you the, you have the ability, you have the grounds to do it at any time, at anywhere for any person that is operating so, anything. So if you were, if you were driving uh, and you came up on a road, uh, a, a vehicle stop, you, police stopped you. We used to go in and say, hi, how you doing? And, and get a sample of your breath in our nose. And that's, it's less, less fun to do that these days in the world with lots of stuff uh, and germs and stuff. But we still do it. We still get observations, odor of alcohol. Yep. Uh, admission. Admission of, of consumption. But we have to believe that you have alcohol for, for that demand, or it could be based on uh, the fact that uh, you were car number five, and I said every car number five is going to get a, a roadside screening device. Random. It could be, could be totally random. It could be every five cars. It could be whatever you established prior to your enforcement or ride program, whatever was determined. Yes, if you say we, every car, it could be every car. We can't single you, you out because of you and what you look like, what kind of car you're driving mm -hmm. or anything, but we could say, you know what, tonight I'm going to stop every red car that I see, and every red car is going to get a random 
mandatory alcohol screening. It's less random if it's only red pair. Well, but you know what? It, it, but it that could, be, could that. be the criteria that sure. you're using, as because long as you're not targeting the individual, the person. Yes. Uh, since Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer season, I should uh, set my forward-facing lights from amber to... No, 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 no. No forward-facing red lights. Yeah. But I like the sentiment. You know what? I've, I've seen a couple of people put hanging Christmas lights uh, on their car, red, green, different colors flashing. Yeah, none of Not that a good is, idea. is allowed. Uh, it, it, yeah, although I, I was saying this yesterday... Many officers would give you a good morning for a festive thing. It's technically not legal. And it, no guarantee that you won't get a ticket. Just a, yeah, I've seen a, a lot of it on the road. Some of them was some were excessive. I saw some videos of cars that were just laden with lights. It was too much. Right. And you know what? If Santa lands on the roadway. It's bad. And Rudolph is projecting red to the front. Well. Give him a ticket? We may have to give Santa a ticket. <laughs> Uzman has another. He knows better. He, he does know better. Uh, this is a great way to... Uh, this is a great way from Connect with Community. Thank you. Happy New Year, boys. Uh, and Happy New Year, too, too. Uh, and thank you. I love it when I hear people that's, who say that they appreciate what we're doing and they like it and they're getting benefit from it. It's, it's cool. That's kind of why we're doing it. It's exactly why we're doing it. Uh, Stephen Bell, well, happy and safe New Year to both of you. I got to go. We got to go, too, actually. Uh, but just we'll wrap it up yep. what we got on the screen here. Uh, Kayla's going offline but wants to wish everybody a happy New Year. And a safe and prosperous, sorry, it's a, everyone in traffic safety land, a safe and prosperous new year. Let's make 2024 a good year. Thanks for everything, guys. Thank you, and thank you, and Achilles here, like, every day. You're awesome. Uh, I'm just yeah. reading Josie's question over there. Oh, we got that one. We, oh, is it a new one? Because Josie asked about she 700 asked times. Time. Yeah. Yeah, she. It's she, not she, a complete But we actually question, did so. cover, well, we covered it anyway. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, but that was a long time ago, and then she upset everybody in the chat for, oh. for doing that contiguously. Uh, to the point where this chat was like, stop it. <laughs> they said, stop it. Uh, let's see here. I don't know how to pronounce your name, but uh, we'll, let's go here with, hi, sir. I have two speeding tickets. Will this affect my RCMP recruitment? Could. It's entirely possible. Uh, driving is a big deal because how you approach and how you are seen to interpret and, and follow laws that you would one day enforce might change their opinion of you. Now, one or two speeding tickets over the lifetime of your driving record, but nothing current, you might be okay. If you got a stunt driving charge last week and you were going for an interview tomorrow, you're probably going to have a hard time. And you know what? I uh, I can understand sometimes people do get tickets. So mm -hmm. that, that does happen. Why get in two? Did you not learn? <laughs> yes. See, at least so, when I got tickets. And that is, if I was the recruiter, I'd look at that and go, okay, you got you got to take it. It happened. You know, five years ago, and you haven't had anything since. Maybe that ticket changed your behavior, and you know we understand that. And when you're younger, you maybe you don't see the consequences of everything. You got two, and the recent. Eh, I look at you and go. It's mostly the recent. I think the recent is the bigger problem. Yeah. You know, uh, when you were 16, it's one thing. Now you're 30. Okay, that's not going to impact you. But I think it's within your last five years of driving is going to be the biggest thing. Uh, Ben, ben says, rights on reds are dangerous. I wait for green. Uh, many people believe that's correct. Other people don't even slow down for right turns on reds, which really drives me bananas. Uh, I've, I've heard people go into court, um, especially for the uh, red light camera tickets, and say, well, I didn't have to stop. I was turning right. Well, guess what? You're wrong. That's why you got a ticket. Yes, yes, yes. And it's an admission when you say that. Uh, how much is the ticket for tint all around 5% front windshield, 35 uh, Percent with straight pipe. Answer me, please. Kind of Mari Jean uh, or John. John. I'm, I'm going to tell you it's an unsafe vehicle. I'm going to take your license plates off. You're going to have your car towed. You're going to have to have it recertified again. 
and your unsaved ticket is probably a $500 ticket. Plus for, your $110 ticket for unnecessary noise and a $110 ticket for no uh, muffler and um, maybe obscure as tent. well. Yep. So is it worth it? Uh, it's going to cost you a lot of money. And you're walking after that as well. So, Can you drive in on uh, Canada with an Australian license? I do believe there is a reciprocal. So you can do a trade? No, I believe if you come over here, if you're visiting, coming over, you rent a car, you can drive with an, uh, an Australian license. So, Ed, uh, in most cases, there are a few countries where we don't accept them. There's some places where their license is deemed to have not been equivalent to what our our, our, our standards are. Yep. Uh, but for most places, like the, the U.K., uh, I would say Australia. In fact, you know what? I have a list of these things posted on trafficcop.ca. There's a whole thing about people who are coming to visit and, and moving here. Uh, so you can get check it out. But, yeah, if you're a visitor, you can drive here uh, for, I believe, six months without an IDP, international driver permit, which is an additional permit issued by your home country, up to a year as a, as a visitor. But if you're a resident, you take up residency, uh, you, you have three months. Three oh, months? There you go. 60 days. Two months. Up to a year as a visitor? I don't I, believe I, it's a year. I believe it's with an IDP a year and six months otherwise. I, okay. And I could be wrong, but the website, trafficcop.ca, got a link to the uh, you know driving in Canada rules, and it's all there. But your driver's license has to be valid in the country yes. of origin. And it changes and immediately if you've moved here. Right. But, yeah, a lot of visitors. And and students, a lot, a lot of people don't get it. If you're, if you're here as a student, you've moved here, you're taking up residency, you're a resident. Like, you don't, like for, for OHIP, it's like six months residency. Yep. That is not the case when you are a driver. And, and it's totally so, different thing. As soon as you're here, you got you to gotta apply for an Ontario one. Trade it in. Yeah. And then trade it back when you, if you leave again. And if you uh, trade it in and you say, well, I'm just going to keep driving, but they're not going to credit me for any of my experience. I'm going to start with a G1. Well, you're a G1 here. The fact that you have a full license elsewhere that you could have driven with yesterday as a visitor, but today you're a G1, the G1 supersedes and you have no license. And on top of that, if you apply for your Ontario driver's license and I pull you over and you provide oh. to me your foreign driver's license, there's an additional charge on that and we're going to seize it. So it's, you know, this, it's just, this is basic stuff. Make sure you know all the rules before you jump on the road uh, because you can end up in a lot of hot water if you just sort of wing it or if you intentionally try and circumvent the rules. And a lot of people are trying to make a buck. They're trying to work and this process hurts them. It's the process. That's, that's the way it is. That's the rules. Well, listen, it's, it's been a slice. It's 11.08, and it is time for us to go because we got stuff and things to do before we leave for the long weekend. So I, uh, I wish you all a very, very happy holidays, all the you know health, wealth, and prosperity in the new year. Uh, we'll see you next year, which is like Tuesday. Quite literally. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So until next year, because I'm done with this year. It's finished. <laughs> Any message uh, you want to share? No, exactly the same. You know what? It's been fun. And thank you to all those who join us um, day in, day out, or for the first time. Uh, it's a pleasure for us to be able to do this and have this interaction with you. Um, yeah. It's, keep coming back. Because well, we're going to be here. We'll keep doing it. Uh, I'm going to have a great episode that I hope to have out. Uh, I was hoping to do it before the new year. It might be in the new year. Uh, I, I sat down with Deputy Fire Chief Larry Coco yesterday. We talked about e-bikes and issues with batteries. It was about, well, really it's about lithium-ion batteries and their uh, ability to, at times, if damaged, if cheap, if unstable, if improperly charged, just go up in smoke and uh, do well, a lot only, of damage. Not only smoke, like seriously hot 
fire. Oh yeah, like like they and uh, the, the one video which will be integrated into that podcast, uh, it actually blows the windows out of the the house they set up. Like it was it was a kaboom, an earth shattering kaboom. Uh, it was very interesting. Okay, dad joke. We we got to just finish this off. Aladdin has been banned from the magic carpet race. Reports say he's been used. He's been reports say he's been using performance enchanting rugs. Oh God! No. I was no. watching a movie on my computer, but my cat kept stopping it. I guess she found the pause button. Not good either, but a little better than the first one. Mildly. What did one piece of bread say to the other one on New Year's Eve? A toast to the new year. That, that unfortunately, was the best one. Oh, this is and it's garbage. done. I got one list. Oh. A New Year's resolution is something that goes in one year and out the other. Goes in one year? One year. One year. One but, year. Yeah, but one, one year and out the other. But it's but I got I was picking okay. up what they were putting down. All right, have a great here. La- last time we play this for this year, the traffic song. Stay safe, everyone. Drive sober, park legally, have fun. See you next year. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch both pedestrians, look out for bikes, and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Stop at stop signs, look both ways and go. Seat belt, save your life indeed. And watch your driving, don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get freed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Is that it? Is that the song? Uh, A shout out to the Philippines because I just got a message saying Kagaku says... He wants to shout. He says, shout me out, bro. I'm in the Philippines. So you got your shout out. Have a good one. Take care.